welcome people wow that is it that is the end of the game of thrones series as we know it i'm your host ej stewart here for the throne tales podcast wrapping up the series finale season eight finale of game of thrones this episode was the iron throne the sixth episode of the season i believe the 73rd episode of the entire series um I have some feelings about it. I'm sure the, 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 the people that are on this podcast have some feelings about it. So let's not waste anyone's time. Let's get right to it. So let me uh, introduce everybody, starting with Billy Torres, who's back after a one-week hiatus to wrap up our podcast and, our, and, and, and the finale of this show. Billy, what's up, man? Welcome back. Uh, uh, how's it going? Um, God, there's a lot to unpack, like always. And I'm always conflicted. Mm-hmm. Because they do some things great and they do some things awfully boneheaded and dumb. So, yep, it's over. So, yeah. What? That's all I got right now. We'll, we'll unpack that later, but yeah. Yeah, I think I, I wrote on Facebook that I was speechless. Um, and I'm going to have to not be speechless for the next hour because I got to find something to say about what I just watched. Uh, also on the show today is uh, James Holly. James, uh, what's up? What, what, what do you think of tonight? Whack! <laughs> oh, canceled. HBO's canceled. <laughs> in, many, uh, in many ways of the term, they're canceled. Speaking of uh, 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 your voice you heard over there, Vlad Francois joins us this uh, week. Vlad, what's up, man? Uh, hey, what's up, America? It's been a long ride. We were, we were so close to 100 episodes, but uh, I'll settle for 73. Um, this week I did a confirmed dead body in uh, in Game of Thrones, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, you got Cersei and, uh, and Jamie in the rubble. Yeah, so if any idea that maybe they perfectly, somehow got out of there. Perfectly pristine, by the way. Yeah, no, they were they weren't. You would think that you know if you, you know tons, tons of bricks of and yeah. and you know slate you know fell on top of you, you get you know your head detached or whatever, but they seem to still be pretty well intact. <laughs> I mean, how else would Tyrion know that you know those two were the people that were crushed? Thank God that you know these, that gold hand was hanging, these, sticking out of the sticking out of the rubble. Yeah, it's a way to Sticking get the rock fell around. It's a way to get and Lena and Nicole out. like in the episode and still get paid for it. So oh yeah, they get they get a hundred thousand dollars just for sitting in rubble. Good for Must them. Be nice. That's a that's Ooh. a what it, what that's that's privilege right there. And to be <laughs> honest, and to be honest, what Lita, kind of privilege? Lita, it's privilege. I'm trying to keep my job. Golden keep, keep my job on keep my job on job on my own on my own podcast. We don't need to make it. But um but for the last two seasons, Lita Heaney is just staring out of windows and then occasionally having a scene once every season. So like Yeah, she did very little more. in this she did very little in this season. Yo, Yo, Kyber did more work than freaking Cersei. Kyber! Absolutely. <laughs> may he rest in, may, may he rest in wherever he uh wherever Rest he, in pieces, yo. Yeah, yo. wherever he's Yo, my man's head blew up, yo. Uh, Martin, <laughs> Martin, I, Tor- I, I wasn't able to talk about that last week, but his head is exploding like a grape. Yeah, that was that was uh, one of the one one of the definitely rewarding moments of last week. Uh, back from last week is Martin Torres, the last host on this uh, on this week's show. Torres, what's up, man? Like I, I think you summed up pretty goodie. Like it, it was kind of speechless at the end. Uh, this the season, the last two seasons really, uh, really took us on a roller coaster, and to kind of end on that way was just like, wow, that's that's how we end. And it, I think, you know, as we sit at our last round table together, it's a moment to reflect on 
how we got here. It's it's, uh, it's crazy. It's yeah, done, you know, over. And so is my HBO Go account, but. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, there's plenty of memes online already of people they canceled that joint like the, the, when the credits were rolling. <laughs> HBO probably lost like like two million, two million, so two million subscriptions on like the credits. But by now, <laughs> it's by an hour since the show ended. It's probably in the more multiple millions of people who've, who've ditched HBO. Some uh, just leaving because Game of Thrones over, but some probably in protest from what we saw tonight. Uh, 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 but don't forget I, to tune in next week for the uh, documentary. There's a documentary next week? I didn't even know. Bro, they're doing the last watch documentary about how they uh, put so much work into the whole series. They, they promoted it uh, before this episode. Maybe that was just me. Yeah, they're always patting themselves in the back for all the stuff that they do. So I was Can't wait for that, that drop-off, yo. <laughs> that two-week drop-off. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Um, uh, yeah, I'm going to be... Say this on that? Not gonna be able to do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got. I got to be honest, guys. And this, you know, is our last show, so I think it will be a pretty freewheeling show. We'll try to get to all the story points that were important. Um, this was this was not good. Uh, this was this was no way to describe it. This was not good. This is not that good. That is a wrap on the Throne Tales podcast. That's it. That's a wrap That's on it. for season zero. Yeah, make sure you tune into you know the hero talk and uh and the sports talk for more podcasts. No, I mean this turns into a Barry podcast now. <laughs> I gotta be honest though, yes. like guys, like I feel like you know I feel like for a lot of the fans and anyone who listens to this podcast, I think. You know, I feel like uh, Vlad James and uh, and and Martin have kind of sat in the middle in regards to like how the season's played out, and I think that me and Billy have kind of uh, probably for the most part uh, depicted like the fan bases and how they felt. Like me trying to see the bright side of things and being optimistic, and then Billy pointing correctly a lot of the flaws that were happening throughout the season, and I, I felt like the season finale would really kind of put a bow on exactly how will we look back on the final season of season eight and i mean if they I mean, i'm sure there are fans who who enjoyed this season and enjoyed this show and i enjoyed this show um but i find it hard to believe that for the vast majority of the people who you know live and breathe this show on a critical aspect that you could have taken a lot from this episode that you could have enjoyed um cinematography always on point acting always on point all those things we, it's like they're given with game of thrones you know that's a1 so like i don't want to it's not that it doesn't mean anything i don't want to take away from that by saying that this wasn't good because all that stuff was great in the end in this episode but from just a storytelling standpoint i said last week that i thought i would have a better feel for what happened last week based on what happened tonight and i i feel I don't feel anything about what happened last week. I think that how they kind of played everything cheapens everything that happened in the last episode to me. And I thought it's, the story points and the and the decisions they made throughout this entire episode, so many of them just just flat out just didn't make sense. And yeah, there was like no there was, there was no horse. Right. I mean, I'm so <laughs> glad I'm so glad you brought that up because I'm like I'm like, well, when out. you watch that last she episode, she literally rides what looks like out of town. And yeah, then we see her today, and she's just she's just in the cut, just like chilling with the homies. And I'm like, 
Yeah, she's back looking at the dead bodies like she's And there's no one around. That. And then she goes back and they'll say now the Dothraki are there. And they seem to they seem to be adding Dothraki since what happened <laughs> from from that from that fight with the with the White Walkers. So it's like we true. see more we see more and more of them week to week. The first time we saw uh, them, it was like, all right, that's damn. They got more than I would have imagined. But maybe, all right, maybe it's like 100. This, they, they were like, I thought, I think Call Drago was back. I think they brought back, they, I, I'm, I, just, I swore Momo was in that cut somewhere. They, they brought back the whole, they brought back the whole clique. And where these people were last week when I already rode into what looked like the abyss, I have no idea. But, okay, whatever. Uh, from that point on, um, a lot of it goes downhill from there, just again from storytelling, I want to stress that because I think that I thought that Amelia Clark was really good in the episode um, for the time she was in it, which wasn't that long. Uh, I thought That's a lot long. of that. I thought Tyrion. I thought. Uh, I thought. Um, uh, Why well, can't I remember the guy that plays Tyrion? Well, right now, uh, Dinklage. Dinklage. I thought Dinklage was was fantastic in this episode as well. Um, there were several people who who pulled their weight, but. From a, again, from just a storytelling standpoint, from the very beginning, James Wright, it's 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 a mess, and I, and the motivations for why people do anything in this episode, I maybe say with the exception of Tyrion, honestly, uh, I I don't get any of it, and it's pretty Tyrion, it's pretty crazy. Peter Dinklage carried like the second half of this episode. Absolutely, oh, absolutely, yeah, that, that episode because that would have like dead on arrival if he wasn't if he if he wasn't as good as he was. Yeah, I really feel like this episode was just like. Uh, storytelling checklist, like, oh, okay, let's, let's, all right, so, Mad Queen, dead, great, um, person who killed her, in prison, great, uh, characters that everyone likes, still alive, great, it's like, there's nothing enticing or appealing about this series finale, nothing that's like, I'm gonna forget this tomorrow, yeah, it was so bland, it was, it was white rice with no seasoning. We were talking in the group chat before we started the podcast. And I kept thinking about how dull the first half an hour of this episode was. Yeah. This is the finale of, well, okay, how many episodes is 73? Let's say each is about an hour, let's estimate. So there's been a 73-hour investment in this show. And the first half an hour of the last episode, like, nothing happened. Like, Tyrion was walking through rubble for about 10 minutes. And then... He, then John had the disagreement with Grey Worm about killing the Lannister soldiers, and then Tyrion walks some more. And then, so again, like fifteen minutes in, nothing happened other than Tyrion finding. Um, and Daenerys' speech to the to the to the soldiers. Yeah, no, that no, that was at, at the beginning of that, and then oh, she did yeah. her mind comp thing, and that's like twenty minutes in. Or what? So like, she she did her whole Nazi rally. Okay, mind comp was a like, book, so my comp wasn't a speech. Oh yeah, she was, <laughs> telling, she was telling people about her struggle. Yeah, but like, was, all right, it was so dull after like after twenty minutes. I'm like, where are they going with this? And then half hour in, they just killed the Denar- He just kills Daenerys. It well, was this so first, the, the first half of this episode is just a continuation of the last. Like to me, I, I'll be honest. I think that they they would have been. I don't want to say it would have been better suited because I, I again all of it just didn't work. But I think that. I almost feel like I would have rather just them just put this episode with last week's episode. Just condense whatever, however long that half hour was or 40 minutes was, condense it into 20 because they could have, and just stick it on to the last episode and then start from the, the time jump to me. The politics. But I, 
I think yeah. this wor- it worked that it was two episodes because, again, I wasn't in the last episode, so allow me to, to vent about the last episode. In the beginning of the episode, when Varys is, what, attempting, attempting to kill her and attempting to usurp her, her throne, he, he's kind of stoking the fires, right? He's, she, like, she's not crazy when she's, when she's in, her, in her throne room on Dragonstone and she's like, oh, I can't eat. People are, are trying to betray me because people are actually trying to betray her. Yeah. So it's weird that... So I think it's good that this episode continued that thread because I think people would have remembered, like, oh, yeah, like, that happened. Like, people actually were betraying her. And it also... I don't know if it softened the whole her just leveling the city. But it did allow everybody <laughs> to digest it. Again, even but then they just kill her with the first two minutes of her on screen in this episode. To me, well, the reason why I say that this could have just been on the last episode and anybody could jump in on how they feel about it. But to me, I think the reason why I feel that way is is, is leading to what Billy was just alluding to. To me, this episode was like the cliffhanger from the last episode, to me, honestly besides Arya riding off, was like, okay, well, what is, like, like, is this real, like, what is the, what is the heel turn? Like, I talked about it last week, and Torres, you know, being my wrestling buddy on the show, knew exactly what I was saying when I was like, the heel promo is really what, like, the heel turn cement is like the, the, the action that everybody remembers, but the heel promo afterwards is what's gonna cement the heel turn. And I think this episode, that those first 20, 30 minutes was only, for Danny to have that that rousing speech, which was a very well delivered and very great big time moment speech, but to me to have that be really the only thing that comes out of it, and her like you know awaiting the execution of Tyrion, just for her to be killed so quickly, it just seemed like that could have been just lumped onto the last episode. Like like if that's what we're she, waiting for. Like the heel her. turn. Like to me, if you're gonna do a heel promo. Like you were gonna do, I would have rather seen her been in power for weeks, months. Seen like yeah. what, like the fact that we we didn't actually get to see what that would have been like. They used it by Danny talking like a crazy person for Danny for Johnny be like, "Yep, this is it. I gotta take her out. She's she's going off the deep end." And she should have killed him right there on the steps when he ripped the pin off. Right. She should have executed him. Right. Like the like. I just feel like. I feel like the heel turn is like incom- it's incomplete the way they did it. It's incomplete yeah. because because we don't really see. Okay, she leveled the city and she was queen for like twenty minutes. Like we don't really see what would have become of it. What was she would have become as a ruler? And it just it, to me it just didn't work. The promo I'd say the heel promo she did I thought was great and I thought it was ruined by such a like just haphazard death and the the idea that a dragon wouldn't just eat John alive like the second he sees that his mother is dead I d- didn't make any sense I think no the, the, and then he the, flies the, away Drogon, Drogon understands metaphors Drogon understands metaphors that's exactly what he was going for Drogon understands John is like a well liked character in a, <laughs> in a fantasy TV show and that's why John lives seriously that's why John lives that's why Tyrion lives that's why enter a character named here lives well besides Daenerys I mean like why why would like like and then he just flies away. We don't even know what like 
That's really like they spent all this time on Daenerys as a character, and that's how they sent her away. That's how she goes out. I mean, it's like and we get like a hint of like because uh, Brand later was like any word on where, where Drogon is. They're like, we don't know, and then he's like, oh, don't worry, I'll find him. It's like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> It, 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 now that's we gonna, now that that's settled, <laughs> is he gonna warg into Drogon? We're gonna see like a giant burial ground that he somehow dug up for her, his human master. Like, okay, was, I audibly groaned twice during this episode. Once during the the song of Ice and Fire name drop, which is whatever, and <laughs> when Drogon just he decided to he he. <sighs> He threw a little flame at the Iron Throne, and I'm like, "Oh God, are we doing this really?" It's <laughs> like, it's not like they took like, I would understand the metaphor of the Iron Throne. Like, it's very obvious that it's about like colonialism, not colonialism, but like, and all that stuff, and it taking down a monument of war and and conquest and stuff like that means something. But to them, to, for them later in the episode, just be like, democracy? Eh, fuck you. What are you talking about? I know. And, and then oh. they just, and then this is like, oh, it's the same, but we don't have this nice chair. That's the only thing that really changed. There's no, and then, then also, the Game of Thrones account was posting stuff about Bran being on the Iron Throne. Like, but was he, though? Because there was no throne. So then what's the point? Actually, of like framing uh, it like that. Billy, the throne is actually the chair you sit on. The throne is in your mind. <laughs> the, wow. the, no, the throne is the the friends we Thank made you along for the watching. way. <laughs> yeah. Jogan is like, you did this, and he blasts the throne <laughs> away. Like, like, like as you said, like, why would Jogan do that? I get it. He's an animal, but he's like an intelligent animal. So why did he blow down the throne? Did he want to like avert his like? Anger and rage to this object that yeah, is it's, it's like it's like an edgy teenager it's punching wrong. drywall. It's like, <laughs> exactly. like, oh, I gotta, I gotta uh, destroy the Iron Throne. Cause it, but it's whatever. I was ready. For, I was whatever. ready for John to die. Like, yeah, I thought he was gonna, I thought he was get burned right Bro, there. I thought Arya was gonna throw a dagger into Drogon's eye and kill him <laughs> and take his face. Bro, <laughs> Oh my god! Do anything but take his face. She doesn't want a face in season seven. Wait. So speaking of that, did anyone think that that in that scene that that was Arya? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Elijah. I did. I did. Elijah. I did do too. You really think, no. Do you really I, think I, the I, show I, that smart? I I, no, I, I thought there was a chance that it could have been Arya. She had to wear wait. stilts. She had to trick the dragon. No. John's wait. not that. John's not that wait, tall. Yeah, he's not can that Arya, tall. Can Arya wear a face of someone who's still living? Yeah. Yeah, she's done oh. it before. Walter Frey. Oh, well, not Walter Frey. Whoever, oh. like whoever. Oh no, yeah, Walter. Well, yeah, yeah, not Walter yeah, Frey, yeah. but the guy who she used to kill Walter Frey. Yeah, his handmaiden. I don't think she killed his his uh, assistants. I mean, there's no confirmed body. And also, is that the only? Is that the only um like theory? Is that the only person that she could have like gotten a face from, and we just don't see the body? I, I don't. No, but I don't know. we I'm also just, that's, it's, we see the house of the black and white. When she's training, like uh, Jock and Hagar takes her face, and she's like, "Whoa!" So right. I'm assuming whoa. that <laughs> he's like, "Whoa!" Yeah. <laughs> but, so, so then I'm assuming that you could just change your face into whatever for whatever purpose. Okay, I was just wondering. Whatever, man. <clears throat> Nothing makes sense in the show. I, um, I didn't think it was Arya at all because of the way John approached 
Daenerys because they were because they, they made out. I knew it was it had yeah. Daenerys. Yeah, same. Well, no. that that then I knew for sure. No, oh, that would have been hot. I knew for a fact because really because John approached um the freaking uh, Daenerys's place and then Drogon like sussed him out. I would think Drogon would know. But well, that was gonna be that good. Right, well, that was after. That was after. Arya took his stance. Arya took his fucking. Arya killed the Night King. She ended the apocalypse. She could do anything. But I did. She did a forty foot triple jump. (laughs) (laughs) She's the greatest. She's the queen of nothing. Makes sense. Nothing matters. She she has a forty foot uh, (laughs) long jump, and she can finish (laughs) with both hands. (laughs) But but for. Not but to no bring thing, up, not to over. bring up the books, but uh, nerd. yeah, the way so that the way that the connection between Danny and her dragons in the books are more magical and less like uh, her pet. So like they have like a mental or spiritual connection, just like yeah, just like just like John and Arya and Bran with their direwolves. So like, like a familiar. I don't think. The, the show has gone out of the way to put less magic unless, like, there's spectacle. So I'm assuming that Drogon's just her pet, and Drogon could not have sensed if if it was Jon or Arya in disguise. But that's weird, because he sensed his mom died. It's still ridiculous that he would just let homeboy ice his mom and just walk. Yeah. Like the yeah. fact that John is no, not no, no. John is not barbecue is outrageous. I'm not Wait, saying you're saying that. I'm just saying it's just ridiculous. Yeah, but he didn't let him just do it. He destroyed the Iron Throne. <laughs> That's a really big deal. It's a it's a so, chair. It's a chair. Okay, with so, okay, so John killed the narrative. Yo, right? the, the, then, sorry, but the, and the, the and sarcasm he's, there was. He's visibly aching, <laughs> and then he's like, "Damn, I need to sit." Hey, Drogon, can you take care of Danny while I like, go over there? Drogon's like, "Where do you sit now?" What's crazy though is that like I saw people people seem to like that scene. Wow, that that's what's wild about that was that was the worst scene of the episode to me. What? That was the worst scene of the you a dragon that just burned down an entire city and just went ape crap just crazy just <laughs> just a couple of minutes ago saw someone kill his his mom and was just like damn okay. let me burn it let me burn this chair. This chair must have had something to do with it. All right, we out. <laughs> what? <clears throat> that makes no sense. I'm sorry. Like, like, and it ruined what should have been a more powerful scene for me. It just doesn't what? make sense that Drogon wouldn't eat John alive right there. It doesn't make any sense. And also, they couldn't afford it with the CG. <laughs> BS. They well, did it, but no. But to Billy's credit, like they did it only to just keep John around. Like he. I know. Like, like Yo, that should have been a sacrifice kind of moment, and it, he didn't sacrifice yeah. really anything. He no, exactly, taking off that necklace. Exactly Leave all the characters alive. Why she doesn't execute uh, Tyrion in front of everyone? Because then yeah, Tyrion can give that great speech at the end of the episode. And not only that, the, and why would she have made him stable with this guy, burn him alive right there on the steps? Yeah, like, he threw his. He threw his. You know what I mean? Yeah. And also, we we're not talking about the fact that John, like, we're not okay. Drogon got took out his anger on the Iron Throne, but the Unsullied were saved from slavery from Daenerys. Yes, they've been there you fighting go. to 
make a better world and all that, even though she turned out to be a little more tyrannical or Machiavellian than they expected. But they're like, they found out that John killed Daenerys and they're like, oh, we're going to imprison you and, and we're going to deal with you depending on what the next king says. Amateur hour. That's dumb. Am- amateur like, hour writing. I understand, I understand if like, if, they were Westerosi. Like, if they were from Westeros and they were, like, they follow that form of government, right? Because if they're all... If they believe in a king and they believe in whatever, royal succession, they believe in the throne, then that makes sense. But they're from the other side of the world and they and their only semblance of a ruler was murdered for, for no reason in their eyes. And they're just like, oh, we're gonna lock him up and then see what the next guy says. <laughs> and if you decide, if you decide to send him backpacking in the Alps, then I'm gonna be okay with that because he could just hang out with the with the the wildlings in the north. Like that's dumb. That's real dumb. No, I mean no objections here. Checklist. It, it, it was. It was... Not those checklists. And the uh, show, people, and, and it just highlights that the show is a, like, again, not to just to romanticize the first four seasons being perfect and the last four seasons being trash. But, like, the whole point of why so many people liked the show was it wasn't just about the heroes. And you and it was really subversive when it was like, oh, this show is going to be about the Starks. And then the Starks are, like, decimated and they're, like, thrown about the world. And then the, end, the show just ends. It's like, oh, yeah, I, oh, the Starks are happy and they're just doing their thing. Which yeah. is... I- and it, it was abrupt. Too. But the thing is, like, but the thing is, Billy, like, they could have got to that point and it been satisfying. How they, the cheap way in which they went about it is why we feel the way we feel today. I agree. That's I, the I, issue. I, have, I presented myself poorly, but no, no, I'm not even like yeah. I'm not even saying no. I think you did. I think you're you're right. I think everything you said was 100 percent right. I think in terms of like saying why did this not work, but in doing that, it's because of that. Because nobody, I mean, any show you watch, you want to root for the quote unquote good guys. We don't, root, we don't watch any show to just say, oh, I hope the bad guys win. Like, of course, we want the start to go to end in somewhat of a happy note, but they again, they did it in such a cheapish way. And 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 like uh, Shamari, shout out to my brother, you know, co-host of the you know Hero Talk podcast, host of the Imperial Broadcast podcast. He said, you know, the, the, the story armor that they put around themselves to kind of, like, explain them away how they got to where they got to just was, it just, it just was, it was lame. It was lame. Basics. And also, oh God, I can't, I can't. But, like, there's a <laughs> couple of things where I could see what they were, that they were just planting, um, what's it called? Fan service seeds. Like, there was... The, the the scene with the house of the undying vision where Danny is in the throne room and it's snowing yeah, was, and she's really walking. Like... It was in like the first two seasons. I think it was the second yeah. season. When they go to Karth. Karth. Yep. Yeah. But then like to me, it felt cheap because again, winter started at the end of season five. Like if you remember, they went to the the Grand Maester released a bunch of white doves and then that was supposed to signal that winter's has come. But the, the whole since then, they've not shown winter other than the Night King coming. Even though the Night King's dead, now they haven't really established it. Like I remember a couple of episodes ago, Tyrion's like, "Oh yeah, it's winter. They're all gonna their crops are gonna dry up and they're all gonna starve." Which and then they showed 
no snow in King's Landing. But then it's they, sunny. But here's the weird thing, though, Billy, is I like, and I see people argue about it online. Was that snow or ash? At a certain point, it seemed like ash. Then at another point, it seemed like snow. It didn't There's make any that. sense. It seemed like it started as ash and then turned into snow. Why is it now snowing in King's Landing randomly? It's stupid. They did that all just to reference that one scene. from. It's it's never snowed in King's Landing in eight seasons. Never. Not once. Even though it's been winter. King's Landing is supposed to be the south. That's like it's it's snowing in Jacksonville. It it did snow more in King's Landing than it did in Winterfell, which is not good. It's like winter is here. Like I don't understand the metaphor. Like winter is here. The ice. The ice king is the upcoming frozen apocalypse. Yeah, but then when winter, it? when they literally kill ice winter, great and stark. <laughs> they kill the physical embodiment of winter. So and what's then, left? And then winter still is coming, and winter's still happening, because they want to show snow in the throne room to reference one scene from, from season two, yeah. which is like again, what's the point? It would have made so much more sense if it was ash uh, being like blown about by the wind. But I think it's snow that throws everything off. I think it's good for the YouTube crowd who will just make um, thumbnails circles. with red circles and arrows to be like, oh, 10 what the fuck crazy references in the last episode of Game of Thrones. But other than that, it's dumb. Like, it, it accomplishes nothing and it's just weird. Like, it's, oh yeah, it's snowing now. And then when they're in the, when they're in the pit, talking about what they should do with Tyrion and Jon and they're trying to figure out what the ruler is going to be. It's not snowing. It's crazy. Yeah, and it's apparently weeks later. But I mean, yeah, we don't know how much time. That's the only thing. We don't know how much time passed. I mean, it looks like it's a while because Tyrion looks I mean, like a, a time jump of the season. So then, so then winter was only, what, a couple of weeks? I don't know if that was even winter. I don't know if that was still snow. I'm still confused. Like, no, yeah, like, like, it, it I, wasn't done well. Come, and then I think when the Grey Worm presented uh, Tyrion at the council or whatever, uh, someone had mentioned that <clears throat> it's been a few weeks. And because when they show John again, he's like, he has a full beard. He looks scraggly as hell. And Tyrion looks even more scragglier than usual with his, with, with accompanying uh, scraggly clothes. Guys, we know, we live in, we live in the Northeast. We live, we grew up in New York City. Like, we know, like, when it's snowy weather, like, yeah. It, it, even if you go three weeks or four weeks after snowy weather, it's not you know sandals and shorts and, and weather. <laughs> like there's obvious like it's like wind. it maybe okay maybe it's, it's not like maybe you'll need your snow boots, but you're still wearing a coat. Like it's still cold. Like the, like the way they did this, it was just like sunny and summer, and summer again. It seemed like like yeah, it, they do, it just they just wanted out. They didn't care about. They wanted to make their their cutesy little oh I made a book reference or Guys, oh I made a season two reference. The yada yada the apocalypse. Like I like <laughs> like I've said this every episode like, <laughs> since the long night. Like, and and James brought up before like winters in Winterfell should look like um like a Antarctic blizzard. Yeah. That's gonna destroy. The, the the northern lifestyle and the Dothraki are running around with no shirts still. <laughs> it's it like and it's like all those things where like where Billy was like oh they just want to give these little nods to the book or nods to this or nods to these little stuff rough pieces but not give any of the context therein that's supposed to set up these meaningful moments. 
Like, yeah, so, like, it's supposed to be Ash. But then there's one point that Dro- when Drogon comes up and he comes out, I'm like, wait, that's so snow, man. That's yeah, snow. Yeah, I think it, snow. It's from top to bottom, it's snow. Because it's definitely not. In, not in the beginning. Jet fuel can't melt steel beams. Because right. when, when Tyrion's walking through King's <laughs> Landing, like, like, like looking through the burning bodies and stuff, like all that's ash. Like, yeah. And like and then and then it seems like that turn changes when we get when we're introduced to Danny. Like when when Arya goes out and sees the Dothraki again, they're like seven thousand deep now. Even though they all yeah. got wiped out weeks ago, um, uh-huh. then that looks more like snow. And I'm and as the episode continued, now it seems to look more like snow. And I don't know when the snow became a factor. One. Especially when the, the episode we watched, the episode we watched last week, which is the same day of the beginning of this episode, it was sunny. Yep. It, oh, was, yeah. it was sunny and it wasn't cold. So where <laughs> where snow came from, I have no idea. I'm dead. Oh, my oh, God. God. You're right. It's the same day. Yep. It doesn't make any sense it's whatsoever. the longest day after the longest night. So, this is yeah, like this. It's like when you rewatch The Dark Knight Rises and you realize Batman goes into that tunnel and it's daytime, and then when he comes out of the tunnel, it's nighttime. Yeah. Which exactly. time? Oh my god! But like, all they had to do is just flip the scene. The just at least do some better scenes. I don't know, man. They they just wanted this out. This entire it's- season was. The embodiment of all they had to do was dot dot dot, and then and the show yes. would be like way more bearable and like because yeah. EJ's right makes more sense because EJ's right he kept he said that like um you could you could like you know you could hate the way that they're going and like the way they're executed and vice versa mm-hmm. but exactly. the fact was that they executed everything stupidly like yeah. every single episode. After we watch it, I'll go on Twitter, and then someone would say, "It would make more sense if, um, let's say that let's say that instead of Daenerys's dragon dying randomly the episode before, maybe Daenerys's second dragon dies during the battle, so then she she goes sicko mode, right? Yeah. Yeah. So again, every single episode is like that, where it's just like people, everybody is like, oh wow, this is so much better than what they actually did, and it's very simple stuff, and it's very practical things and they just they're just doing a shitty job and they've done a shitty job for a while and i'm happy that people are finding it out but like it's getting to a boiling well it's not well it's already done so it doesn't really matter but like it's done and free now the boiling point is the petition not to i don't so now that the show's over i'd like to apologize for that and my four hundred thousand dummy emails But like, so how are we gonna? How are we or whatever people at large gonna see, feel, look back at the show and think? Because uh, with even more pain, once George R. R. Martin dies without finishing the books. No, nah, but we have Samuel Tarley finishing them. Then, oh, <laughs> oh so, boy! Why didn't he just look directly into the camera? Like, <laughs> He goes, and a song of ice and fire, and then just wink to the camera, and then like everyone, like the entire like round like rectangle table, whatever of like the higher lords and the gentlemen, they just look into the camera like straight yeah, on. Sticker. <laughs> and then the and then like the scene transitions into like a little closed loop, like in Looney Tunes or something, right on Bran's face. No, or 
or Sam dresses up like George R. R. Martin. So he has like that facial hair. Oh my hair. god, he was a George Sandin. Minus the, <laughs> minus the gray facial hair. Um, you see, all right. So I, I, go ahead, Black. I, I um, see, uh, like last week, I was like thinking about the petition, and like, wow, these these losers <laughs> are trying to get this petition signed to like redo the entire season. Which, by the way, uh, no. <laughs> and I'm like, I I can now see the pain, in the sense that there are so many ways that uh, a story could be told way better than what we got. But I'm fine with just burying this show. I don't want to reopen this. I don't care yeah. about any like fan-made redos or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I mean, the like, fan petitions are always a can of worms that usually are just pointless. Um, at the same time, I think that we all can understand the frustration with how they went about doing the season. I think... You know, a lot of times these fan petitions have been kind of lame because it's been more about, oh, you didn't give my character this. And there is some of that in this, in the, the fans being upset about this season. I mean, a lot of um, a lot of women were really disappointed last week in what happened with Danny. Uh, then, you know, there are some people that are maybe upset with how John's story ended today. But I think with this, though, there's an element to it that's a little different to where I don't agree because I think that all fan petitions demanding seasons be redone or movie be redone are just stupid on their surface. I do understand the frustration with like how you feel like the story, the storytelling just fell off completely. And what's crazy is like, you know, yeah, like, like the six episodes makes it difficult because like there's so much you're trying to condense a short amount of time. But I don't think that honestly more episodes would have helped. Like, I think that they would have got, they would have made the same decision to get to the same point. It just would have been more drawn out. I'm kind of happy that this is the end. Like, I don't know. Did anyone else see this episode end and think, I wish there was another episode next week? No. No. Not one person. I've never, and I mean, personally, I can't remember a show that I've watched that, like, I, like, truly loved and enjoyed and knew that it was the end of a series and was like, oh, man, like, I don't really care if there's not an episode next week. But that's kind of how I feel about Game of Thrones because of the uh, direction they sent us. I almost didn't watch this episode today. <laughs> what? Just what the rest of the mystery. Part about it? <clears throat> no, but like, I've heard of certain shows not being good at the end because like, you could see it not like panning out in a good way, uh, storytelling-wise. And that's, I guess you could say, why some people just wouldn't want to watch it. But, like... I think I just wanted that closure. Like I'm, I was torn like between like wanting to watch it and like not. Also, because I definitely wanted, I, I was leaning toward the uh, wanting closure more. But no, seeing how the previous episodes went, I was not expecting something good. I want, I was more excited to watch it to see it crash and burn than to like tie up all these loose ends and story threads because I knew. I knew from like near the beginning of this season that because the episode count was so low that they were going to just rush through. And then after the first episode, I felt like they were going to pander to like the fans and like have like the good, like the likable characters like stay alive or like somehow escape or something. I, I knew like these secondary tertiary characters were just going to die or whatever. Like it's, I, it was so predictable that I was just living I was just watching it. I wasn't but, enjoying it. Well, let's let's get to that point, Vlad, because I I talked about it in the pre-show 
before we got on the air when Martin made the case that, you know, this was a happy ending. I don't think this is a happy ending, which is why I think this is actually even more frustrating. It's who, happy like, in the sense like, that who got with, like the but like I think I think it's a Billy's credit. I think we got to a point where we knew people were going to be alive. Now it becomes all right. What is their yeah. positioning post whatever whatever the situation with Danny was going to be? Whether it was be her on the throne or and her just killing everybody or her out of the picture and someone new being in charge. No one well, wanted. Besides, no one wanted what happened. Nobody wanted brand. Of- nobody wanted brand on the throne. Nobody wanted John <laughs> north of the wall. None of the things that we, people were excited for happened. No, but we didn't get Gendry on the throne. We didn't get Sansa on the throne. Don't, don't, don't you dare! <laughs> we didn't, we didn't even get. Arya we didn't get Arya on the throne. Man. Arya didn't kill. No, Arya didn't kill Danny. We didn't get. I, like I think that's why this episode is so bizarre to me because I don't think there was yeah there was fan service in terms of like Billy talking about how they matched like the season two shots of the, the vision with Danny today and would match with what happened today but I don't think there was much fan service in regards to like what the people wanted at all in this episode. Well, the people was, wanted John and Tyrion to live and they just wanted certain characters to be alive and like be well off because after we got that second time jump after Bran became king, people were just like. Off to new adventure and nothing bad has ever happened. What happened to the? What happened to the? Um, what, is, what are the people? The Kyle Drogo people again? I the forgot. Do, the Dothraki. What, yeah. the Dothraki. what happened to the Unsullied? What happened to the? Uh, <laughs> what happened to Samwell? And why is he wearing a white robe? Well, not, well let's get to. Let's, I need these questions answered. Let's talk about because we really didn't even talk about the post time jump. The post. So, post. Yeah. Um. Man, that was ridiculous. I mean, I mean, I, I know I said that that scene was the worst scene, and maybe I was being harsh. I think I'm just—it's my most frustrating scene. That scene with Danny and the dragon, and the dragon not just eating John, biting John's head off, but like the stuff that happened post almost was like became more ridiculous. So, as Billy illustrated very astutely, we have the Unsullied who have only been taught and learned to just bow down to their queen and to just. Uh, follow the, her orders no matter what. That woman was executed um, by a traitor. Somehow he's still alive, and somehow the person that told her to do it is still alive, and <laughs> is brought out to a group of people who are pretty much all his friends. And they say, "You guys decide this guy's fate." And and the other homeboy fate, who's your two, uh, who's Sansa in 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 and uh, what's the name's brother? Arya. Yeah. Like, like, I'm sorry. I really hope that if I do something really noble and the the, the judge, if I'm in prison, the judge tells me, yo, I'm going to bring you to the Throne Tales podcast and Martin, Billy, James, and Tora, they're going to decide your fate. And yeah. I, I want you dead. But if they do something, they decide something <laughs> else, then right. I, guess we, I guess there's nothing we can I'm, do. I'm I really hope that happens. Also, <laughs> like, that was weeks where there was no person in charge like what was happening in king's landing i'm still Nothing. wondering about that apparently apparently like why like why why would the unsullied like they sacked the city i'm so confused why they left I, I think okay so this is what so this is a couple of things the episode which i did like there were some references to the books for example he said he was going to north north which is where miss sandy was from so I'm assuming that the Unsullied are going to Narth 
to kill the slave masters there. And maybe they're going to be like a, a rogue vigilante group. Top like the Golden Company or something? Yeah, no, the, the Golden Company were just uh, mercenaries. They're, I'm assuming that they're going to be like liberators actually freeing people from slavery. Oh, okay. Which, again, he said he's going to go to Miss Sandy's homeland. And she he saw her die in chains. So I'm assuming that he wants to liberate um, Masande's country from slavery. So mm-hmm. that's assuming that they're doing. Also, so like that's like, like you have to meet them more than halfway to assume that, right? Yes, he gave them a lot of rope. Yeah, and you again, I, I sometimes do that where I'm like, I have to meet them more than halfway. But like you guys didn't catch that. Nope. Or then he could have at least said something to that effect. That's we could have. We could have had less of Tyrion walking through rubble and more of Grey Worm saying, all right, I know that I wanted to execute Lannister sympathizers and maybe I was wrong or maybe I, I would put too much stock in Daenerys, but I want to actually make the world better and maybe I want to topple slavery in the continent across the sea. But of course we didn't get that. We got Bran being king and Bronn talking about building brothels so it's like uh, whatever so is cox in the end yeah exactly <laughs> and then also there's another reference that like so i like the way that they ended Arya's story because again for if you don't meet if you don't have all this prior knowledge in your head it just seems kind of out of left field but uh nymeria is like a very an ancient she was i think she was one of the first people for one of the first dornish people she's like like the first martel because they're one of the first people there and yeah, she was and like a created dorn yeah she was a warrior queen and she traveled the world and also Arya named her her direwolf after nymeria mm-hmm. which is why so she emulates her, and she's like, I want to explore the world, and I want to... So she's kind of like... She's kind of showing that she is this trailblazing woman, just like Nymeria was. But again, you got to meet them more than halfway, yeah. and you have to know a lot of prior knowledge. That was cool. So that, and like, I think that you know, there's a spinoff coming. I, I really don't want it to be run by the people who, who did this season and did this show. But if that spinoff was following Arya traveling west to Westeros, I would follow that. I would be interested. I think it's a prequel. I know it's like supposed to be a prequel. Time. I'm hoping maybe it's a misdirect, but that to me was the only <laughs> yeah, that to me was the only thing set up that I that would be, be only in, remotely interested in paying attention to after. No, but, but, so then, set up. so then, what's the point of the night? Nice watch. Can we talk about that? Because what is the nice watch? They, watch they pulled they up to the nice watch, watch, and it was just wildlings. I'm confused. Did Brand like pull a fast one on the Unsullied? And then, yep, that's why he, he did, right? Were, so. And that makes like, sense, actually. But, he probably but John, did. But John, but John didn't even look happy. Like, if I want... Okay, AJ, can, can I... Yeah, get okay, in so We're going to continue this analogy you had. So, after you're sentenced by the Throne Tales podcast <laughs> to go um, north of the wall, which let's just say it's like the Upper West Side, <laughs> you're, you're, you're met by your best friend and your childhood pet. And everyone <laughs> there... Everyone there are people who regard you as a king. And uh, instead of serving your sentence in just 
the watcher on the wall, you go back to like your old stomping grounds with your best friend, your pet, your childhood pet, people who revere you and lands that you know like the back of your hand. So it's like that. So I guess to to circle back also to what we're saying about happy ending, like Sansa is the queen, which again better than what's happened to her from pretty much through season from season one and a half through season now um aria just doing her own thing she's kind of again as a character with the most agency in the show and kind of been super badass like that's cool um john considering he killed the queen like he killed the queen guys and like <laughs> i'm saying about the unsullied nothing like yo you got the crazy horse people and uh the dickless mercenaries and you killed the, the woman they love the most and they're still alive and then you go on vacation, you go camping in the woods with your best friend and your dog. That's a happy ending. Tyrion gets Tywin's job, which is pretty ironic. He gets it's, his job. Tyrion yeah, he got his job back. The king for three different people at this point. No, but like it's like it's 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 real this time. True. It's been real all the other time. And no, it's, it's not. It's has, like it's it's more legit now. Like she was undermined yeah. a lot. Yeah, before. yeah. People aren't like counting the days until someone else comes. <laughs> It's not like a holdover anymore. Yeah, and then again, surrounded by people like Davos, Braun, Brienne, Podrick. Yeah, like, he got he got the interim he got the interim turn uh, turn uh, taking off his uh, title. Yeah, like he's 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 gonna be all right. And then again, he was sent to death, and he's just got his old job. Like, listen, we all we've all like I'm saying worse than death. Like, listen, if I was <laughs> spot, according to Bran, according to Brand, Brand logic, literally, that's what he said. Fran was like, like, "This is you're gonna pay for all your sins of making bad decisions by making good decisions now. Why he's gonna make good decisions now? I don't know. But if I could fire, to fair, he starts off with a bad, another bad decision, making broad head of the reach <laughs> and and master of coin. That doesn't make any sense. But like, okay, so I conspire to kill the king, which is high treason. The king dies, and then all that happens is I get my old job as opposed to not capital punishment." Which could have been a Dothraki blade, a spear from an unsullied, dragon fire, beheading, none of that. I just have to, I just take a. Maybe a, Brand's anti death I think a lateral position. He didn't get demoted. It was a lateral move. He moved to the <laughs> office right next door. It was the same size. I it think, was, Martin, I, I, I don't, I think, I think, Martin, you make good points. I don't, I think that in regards to a happy ending, I think it's relative to the story they gave us the story they gave us i guess you could say this is a happy ending but what people but but i I think in terms of what fans were hoping for and like what the potential was for all these characters i think maybe only aria and sansa met their potential um in in a way that was in a way that was well that could be well received because bran i mean reached his full potential and that's not well received at all. I mean, is, is anyone fine or happy with Brand's ending as the king? No. I, no. I, I talked about this in the group chat beforehand uh, when we were the pre-show thing. Because the last three seasons, I remember first when Mira leaves Brand three seasons ago. Mm-hmm. Like, remember when they're traveling together? She's like, you're not the same person. You're changed. And... Bran was imbued with like all the memories and the history of man and all these powers from ancient forest dwellers. 
And the last three seasons, he has not acted like a human being. He has been distant. He's been weird. At one point, he his first introduction to his sister after not seeing her for seven to eight years is to bring up the time that she was abused on her wedding night by Ramsey Bolton. And to say, oh, you look pretty on your wedding night right before you raped. Like, and then um, last season when he's just staring at people, and this season, a couple episodes, he's just staring at people, not communicating. And then a couple episodes later, he's the king of everything because he's the only one who could understand all things, even though, to me, he doesn't seem like a human being. I think, I think in terms, I mean, trust me, I'm not going to be the one to shoot these showrunners bail today. But if I am going to give them any attempt here, I think the idea was, I I think like, I almost feel like the way Tyrion kind of played like the king, like the way he kind of sold the king's role, I think he sold it as this person like is really a figurehead like this person is not going to be really anyone who really has any power really interacts with anyone we just need someone who has a good story that people will feel good about and i think he felt like people will feel good about this kid who was in a wheelchair who was thrown off a building and survived and has been north of the wall like i think i think that's what i think that's what they were trying to go for i don't think they actually think he'll be a good king because as we see in that meeting he really isn't like king like he doesn't really like Tyrion's really calling the shots like he like Bran asks a couple questions I where's the dragon we don't know all right peace and like he doesn't like need to know like he doesn't care about any like who's getting money who's getting who where's the coin gonna go he doesn't care about any of that stuff and like as we've seen in previous uh you know seasons like sometimes you know when the king was Joffrey or even Tommen they were very young so a lot of times they, they didn't know as much about that stuff but I mean Bran who's even older than they were it just like doesn't care about that stuff at all. So it's almost like he's not king. He's almost he's literally there just as a figurehead, and he has a good story. And at the same, at the with, same time, I don't unquote. see any example of Bran being like an interesting person where he can like retell stories of the history of man. But the thing is, he doesn't I, have to. He like he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to because again, like he he's only a deity. He's only he's only like a deity, so to speak, to kind of like just look up to. Like like he's not gonna be. Okay, but- Go ahead. He's literally just a figurehead. Like he's um, yes, like that. Just appoint, like pretty much appointed this guy as like, king of everything, the the remaining six kingdoms, and then- and Brandon's just like, all right, cool. Drogon's not here. I bet I'm going back to my chambers. Like what? Like like Tyrion was like, oh, Brandon's like the keeper of the history, but like, in what example did we get besides like the the very 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 few like scenes where uh, Bran was communicating with the Night King? How many? However many years right. ago? Yeah, like, I don't see I don't see example of Bran being like a great like conduit from like a conduit to the people in terms of a a person who exemplifies the role of like the king. Also, it's really it's it, again I can't stress enough how ridiculous it is that the guy who was in chains was a guy that was electing the next king like it's just it looks ridiculous i don't know how they like it just looks weird that the person who in that scene is supposed to be the least powerful they they offer them they offer them the job as king uh homeboy uncle uncle whatever his name is uh uncle tully was like well why don't you be king and i'm like he's a prisoner how like i i i that, like that, they wanted to, I guess they wanted to get off the me. point that they were desperate for leadership, but at the same time, it's like 
what was it 12 people on that council in, in the seats like they couldn't like take a day to think about it like they really wanted to just get it over with and go back to respective homes and so they can cancel their hbo subscriptions what was the rush yep but then oh, i'm thinking i'm Brandon didn't say a word I'm still thinking Some about people the- that we haven't seen in years haven't said a word. Yeah, shout out and to Yara. shout out to Aaron. Yara. Yeah, Yara, yeah, 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 Aaron. Uh, sure, I thought Yara, Yara, Yara almost got Yara. that smoke. She almost, she almost I caught a fade. She screwed the hell off and was like, it was a series rap on Yara, like the second whenever Theon saved her or whatever. I thought this that was it for her. Like, no, we Yara, got we got Yara too. Like Yara almost Yara caught that fade today. Swear, so Yara swore fealty to like the next queen to break the wheel, and then it's just like. Like, we're going to have, like, the super soldier, the queen of the north, just doing what she wants just because. And then her brother's like, yeah, I'll allow it. Like, you're, <laughs> you're also, like, like, listen, the whole, the, one of the big rebellions was the Iron Island Rebellion. I forget what the exact thing was. The Great like, Drew that's, The Great Drew, Thank you, Billy. And, like, that was, like, the whole thing about, like, hey, listen, the realm's kind of vulnerable. We don't need to be handling this stuff. And, like, the whole reason they stopped pillaging and plundering was because of Daenerys. And then there's just like, oh, they give her one line to be like, yo, Tully had more lines than Yara. Not only that, um, we got... Wait, I forgot my train of thought. Um, Bring it back. You got this. You got this, bro. Bring it back. Meanwhile, well, well, Billy, let's talk more about well, Billy. While Billy reminds us, tries to remember again, I want to reiterate that Yara was about to catch that fade from Arya. Oh yeah, and, yeah, true. Oh, yeah. And I was, I was really right. hoping she Arya would catch Arya. it. I, I got, I got it. So, not to bring up old stuff, but bring up in, old stuff, Bill. In the in the previous episode, <laughs> episode five, we saw like the reason that it was so dumb the way that Varys died was because he was so cunning and so careful and so cognizant of the realm but he was straight up starting a civil war because the last time someone told the populace that the king was not legitimate we had the war of the five kings with Stannis and Renly and the Greyjoys rebelling for the second time and all that. So that's why it's so dumb that Yara just shows up and she's like, she sweared fealty to Daenerys. So she just shows up like, oh yeah, guys, you guys what called a meeting? Not, oh, you guys called for war because you murdered my queen. So like, they're they're skirting over all of like the implic, like the the not legal implications, but like the the implications in terms of war because again if you swear fealty to someone you're gonna fight with them and then if they die you're gonna you're gonna just avenge them you're just gonna go oh yeah um you guys figure it out so again so we have the unsullied the well again billy i I stress that she did speak up until Arya said catch this fate catch this catch this fate and she she got quiet real quick she did not want the smoke that's what that's what happened. She didn't want to get killed by the Flash. She it was it was like it was like she she did the bare minimum. She's like, look, I gotta mention, hey guys, I don't want to be the one, but I kind of you know was down with Daenerys and y'all talking about freeing John. Like, what's up? Like, maybe he should die. And Arya's like, catch his fate. She's like, all right, never mind. I said, oh, I said, 
I did the bear. Like, I did what I can do. Like I yeah, said, that, my piece. That's how the show works. Like they they lampshade everything and just skirt the surface on, like instead of actually fixing it. Because again, that's a big deal. Just having Yara saying that one line doesn't excuse everybody else just rolling over. Of course not. And Bill, on that point, shout out to the new Prince of Doran, which we still don't know the name of. Oh, the, oh, Chekhov, Chekhov's Prince of Doran. Yeah, he. It looks, it looks exactly the same like the other guy. <laughs> I mean, not He's to be worked, racist, racist yeah, or anything. Yeah. Yeah. They could have been the same actor, honestly, knowing these guys. And shout like out to shout out to Aaron, the guy, the the the, the guy Aaron. I can't remember his first name. Robert, the, Robin. Yeah, Robin. Robin. Yeah, he, Robin. Oh, uh, he grew up, man. He's mad. What? Tall. That was him. That was yeah. him. That was him. Mad, Robin. Mother's milk did something good to him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe he, him and him and uh him and uh him and Tomar probably have a fun conversation. He's he's Lord <laughs> of the Vale still. Like no one wanted. I thought the veil was gone. No, No, the the veil veil is the only reason why John's alive. Yeah, the veil is like one of the last strong armies that was completely intact. Yeah, because they we never heard of ever again after the Battle of the Bastards. Oh yeah, no, we just that's what's kind of annoying about the show. You could, because again, you could give them leeway or you could be more critical. But what they do a lot is they have one noble person be a stand-in for. An entire region of people, like that—that that one guy who's always next to Robin Aaron. His name is something Royce. I think Hoster Royce, whatever. He's like a commander of the, the um, the people from the Vale. So every time, every time you see Robin Aaron throughout the series, that guy's there because that guy's like their general. So I think they're just like, oh yeah, we just throw the Royce guy in the scene to show that the the Vale people are here. Even though, again, they're supposed to be like the str- the biggest, the biggest, most capable army left in that region of the world, and well, they're they the fight, ones. They didn't fight the Night King, right? They did. They showed them like on the front lines, right behind the. Right uh, behind yeah, the I Rack, remember. Right yeah, behind the I remember Rack. their house sigil now. Yeah, it's like a bird with the, yeah. the moon or something. So. Right <sighs> in the moon door. True, and but then, ah oh, man, like. Like I'm, I'm just trying to think. Like I don't want the, I don't want the show to be looked back on like it's this great paragon of fiction when like it's been shitty for so long and it ended so poorly. I think Billy and I guess we can we kind of gotten to every part of the episode. Uh, I think now we can talk about the legacy of the show. I mean, I I think that the show will be. I think I think the show because the show is unfortunate because I mean the social media, in, social media engagement with the show increased the more the show was on the air so the social media uh the social media conversation around the show was at its height this season um so it's gonna be it's gonna i think it's gonna i think when we look back on this show i think it's gonna be hard for people to look past this season and it being either even if you even for the people who like this season i think that's gonna be looked at as just the worst season probably of the show and a, a show that kind of went haywire and, and went and made some wrong decisions in this last uh, in this last outing. I think that it's going to be hard to separate this last season from the rest of the show. And I think it will be still looked at as a as a as a great show. And I, I would argue that it is still a great show. But I don't. I think that this. I don't think that we're. I, to answer your question, Billy. I don't think like this is going to be a show that we're going to look at and be like, "Oh, this was, 
like one of the heights of, the height of, 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 of you know television. I think that I think it's going to be uh, looked at quite poorly in regards to how they finished it. It's, it's something they're never going to be able to shake. But then, like, what I found weird was that the shows have been got, getting accolades for season seven, six, and five. Because I don't think that seven, six, and five are complete. Well, I mean, they, I mean, they haven't been, they haven't won any like Emmys or anything. I think they've got an outstanding drama series for season six. Um, someone's got to check that. I don't know. The se- the season with Dorn. Well, I don't think. Well, again, I don't think the show is devoid of of good moments. I mean, it, 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 it's had good moments even in the last the later seasons. I just think that. I, I think that to me, like this is the season where people who have, uh, even the people who really enjoyed the last few seasons, will come together and be like, "Yeah, this last season wasn't it." Like, I I I think that again, I I think that the show will be looked at as a great show that was wildly popular but ended very poorly. I I, I don't know how anyone else feels. That's just, that's the impression I get today. That could change months from now or a week from now, but no, I agree. for Game of Thrones, which is like. It's also a multimedia powerhouse, and like it's, it's on that like Star Wars kind of level where it could it could be a whole bunch of things to different people because it started off as a very successful book series, and I think that kind of uh, the book, the, the fact that it was a book really hurt it's standing with the fans because now we have a line in the sand, where, like there was a drop off in quality over these last three seasons when when the showrunners didn't have anything to go off of from the book. And they had to create create their own destiny, and it's easy to scapegoat that initial moment and be like, "This and this and this is not okay." Even though there was a lot of things that are problematic about the book, there are a lot of problematic choices in the early season. So, like what they choose to adhere to, what they choose to represent. Um, you know, I've always talked about like my issues, like one of those things. Like I would talk about my issues with the fantasy genre in general, like how they represent. They try to have these fantastical elements, but still have these old-timey view, like this very hateful, um, hateful views about women and people of color and what their role should be in these stories. And they didn't do anything to ascend when they're the biggest show on TV. I think that's going to hurt it in some some people. But it is, you know, it got to a point where even I was just like, it's over, it's done, and it kind of like tapped everyone out for someone that that was based on such great characterization um extraordinary actors great action like this this season was marked with a great battle that was so hyped up that no one could see and all the characters making poor decisions um undermining character growth reverting back to fan service and it ended on a sour note and that's what i think that like you could talk about entitled fans especially in the age of the internet and social media and and all these other aspects of it, but like it didn't stick the landing be- because it built up all these questions that they didn't answer correctly. And to to talk about the the show as a whole, like if now that we're like you could reflect on the whole thing, they have done like they've. I felt that they've normalized what was in the book because, for example, in the book, the mountain is eight feet tall, five hundred pounds, and in the show. He's played by um, an actual real-life bodybuilder who's one of the strongest people in, in human existence. He's mm-hmm. 6'9", 320, he's huge. So, like, that... So, that 
in that little casting, you could see why the show could and has had greatness because when it's done right, like again, the perf- like they perfectly casted one of the most larger than life characters in the show, sure. and they they've normalized it. Also, like in the books, all the 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 Stark kids and Daenerys, they're they age them up like five to ten years. Mm-hmm. So like they've they've made they made them a little more like they started out as kids and now they're full on adults, which allows us to to connect with them in that way because we kind of grew up with them but you the the bad comes with the good and there have been some like really grotesque like especially like the whole like i've mentioned in the passing where like the show has chose to include like five or six more rapes than were in the book which is like what are you people doing so like that that has to be part of the show's legacy because they've They've treated women so bizarrely. Like the like the first scene with Daenerys and Khal Drogo, she literally says no, and then Khal Drogo slaps her hand down. Where it's just like, like, did we need to see that? And they chose to show that and add that. It was the, that it wasn't like that in the books. So like that has that that has to be part of their legacy that they've gone out of their way to show those things numerous times. Same thing with the Cersei and the Jamie after Joffrey died. Same thing. She said no, and then it still happened. Where it's just like... There's things like that. And also, oh, when in season two, when there's a riot, and then a couple of guys try to uh, rape Sansa, and then um, the Hound saves her. That doesn't happen in the books, but they just decided to do that. They decided to do that just so the hound is a good guy for saving a teenage girl from being raped. And then later in the show in season eight, he's like, Oh yeah, Ramsey really broke you in, didn't he? So it's like, they, there, there's a pattern of that. And that has to be part of, that has to be part of the show's legacy. And I don't know if people are going to talk about it later, but and also the whole women being crazy thing. Same thing with the the Dornish plot, where like Alaria Sand just decided to be like, oh, all all weak men must die, and they just kill everybody, and they leave, and then Daenerys is going crazy out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Besides, so, yeah. Besides the women that are left, they you know, a lot of them, the, n- none of them were left in a good way, and you could argue that. Uh, I mean, Sansa for sure had some really rough moments uh, throughout her story arc. Easy can get to where she was in the end. Um, I, I mean, I think that that without question is going to be the show part of the show's legacy that people will and people still talk about. I, you know, I think that um, there's so much has happened that it's not the first thing that comes on. We talk about what may be right or maybe what even be, was wrong about the series. But I, I do feel like that's not something that would be lost uh, on anyone's mind at all. Again, I think, and I also think again that because the show ended on such a whimper, it kind of makes those other things more poignant. Because now you can kind of pick point, pinpoint other things about the show that you didn't like, even in the past when it was quote unquote great, which I do think it was great, um, but did have those very problematic moments that uh, people maybe will explore more. Um, I think we're pretty much at the end of the show, guys. So I, I want to give everyone uh, a final word 
uh, before we wrap up. So I'll give it to Vlad. Any last thoughts? Vlad, any last thoughts? No, nothing? Watch Lord of the Rings. <laughs> All right. What about you, James? That's that's your last word? Watch Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Uh, Martin, do you have any last words? You know, he, like, it's, it's been really cool doing this. And, like, it's a, it's honestly been a miracle that we've been so consistent with it, considering who we are as people. I know. Um, and that's more about us than about you. So I just got to say thanks, man. Like, this has been <laughs> something I really do look forward to every week. And it's it's cool to be to have something, like, an, a small part of everything you're building. So I just got to say I appreciate that. And that's the most important part of this podcast for, for us here. I Same. appreciate it. I appreciate it, bro. Um, and uh, and Billy, before you say, you want to say anything before I wrap up? Um, all right, tune in for the New Generation Veep podcast. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I will be on a Veep podcast. I I will too. Oh my god! Same here. So but, so um, good. Barry podcast, bro. It's the Barry podcast. We've been over this. We're just we're just splitting the HBO. Like this is gonna be the HBO podcast, the new generation HBO. <laughs> <laughs> I will we'll talk about the. We'll talk about the. I tell you what, man. HBO will be coming corners of HBO dramas. Let's do it. That's true. Let's go. That probably be that probably be okay, hard. Okay, I'm looking. I'm looking online. 2018 outstanding drama series for season. Let it go, please. We're wrapping One up outstanding done. drama series for season six. But it's a Golden Globe. It, l- wrap no, it it's, up. It's the Emmy. It's, it's a they Globe. Won. I'm looking at it right now. It's a Golden Globe. They won the Primetime Emmy Awards. How are you telling me? In 2018 for season seven and 2016 for season <laughs> six. Yeah, yeah, James, idiot. They won the, they won the Emmy. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. It's over. Oh. The bad man is gone now. Yeah. <laughs> Game of Thrones can't hurt you anymore. <laughs> We're free. Oh, I tell you gosh. what, guys. Uh, the Echo Martin, I, I really appreciate you guys uh, joining me uh, every week to talk about this show. I, for guys, those who, I mean, if you've been watching, listening, I'm sure you know by now. But if you don't, these are uh, my best friends in the world outside of uh, my family, of course. So this is something that we we do anyway. I mean, we started this podcast basically because we talk about Game of Thrones every week. Uh, in our, whether our group chat, or if we watch it together, we talk about it for hours and hours. And the conversations were, to me, so gripping and so fun and so thought-provoking. I thought, for someone who was doing a podcast, why wouldn't I want to try to put this on air and somehow document these conversations on this show that we all love so much? So um, we took those conversations, and and I tried my best to formulate it in a way that could work for a podcast <laughs> with so many people. But um, but I think it has, and I thank you guys so much for being there for me as always, and for joining me every week. And shout out to the guests we've had on the show. Uh, I know Torres, your girlfriend actually has like jumped in and yelled stuff in the past. <laughs> um, I know that. Uh, shout out to Matt Josephson and M2J. He's listened to a lot of our podcasts. He was on the show once. Um, I'm not sure. I think Shamari may have been on one week. So of course, shout out to him. And if I forgot anyone else, I don't think my girlfriend's been on. I asked her yesterday. She was like, no. So, But she listens every week. Uh, she was supposed to, funny story, she was supposed to be on tonight, but she ran a half marathon yesterday, so she was exhausted. So she, she preferred I mean, not to jump on. Um, but, uh, but, of course, shout out to her as always. And shout out, to, again, the guys, the listeners. Uh, you guys have been really awesome. 
Thank um, you, America. Some of our most listened to episodes of New Generation Podcast Network has been come from the Throne Tales podcast. So that's really awesome for me, uh, just personally, and, and awesome for just, you know, our venture as a group. Uh, but whether it was 100 or one listener or no listeners, this has just been just really, really fun for me personally as well. So thank you all for joining us. Thank to my co-hosts, Martin, James, Billy, Vlad, and Torres. Uh, that's it. That's a wrap. I don't know when the next time we'll have uh, this group together again. So I, I hope that we have something else to talk up. about uh, and we can maybe do something in the future. But for now, that's a wrap. So hope you guys enjoyed Game of Thrones. Hope you guys enjoyed the series. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as you could. And if you couldn't, at least you enjoyed listening to the podcast and listening to us vent about our frustrations with this episode. Um, and that's it. Terrible. Of course, <laughs> of course, you can check out all of our other content. If you love this podcast, we have plenty of other shows. We talk about sports every week on the Throne Tale on the Sports Talk podcast. We have the Star Wars podcast, the Imperial Broadcast. And um, we can listen to our show on superhero movies and television, the Hero Talk podcast, all on New Generation Podcast Network on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. But that does it for now. Thank you guys so much again for Vlad, for Torres, for Martin, for Billy, for James. I'm EJ. Peace.